You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. Electric Warrior in the room I have Rob. Yes, sir. Ben. Whoop. And Hello. And John. Whoop. Electric Warrior is the second studio album by English rock band T-Rex and their sixth if you include the group's earlier incarnation as t- t- Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus Rex. It was released on 24th of September 1971 on Fly in the UK and reprised in the US and the producer was Tony Visconti. The genre is glam rock and rock and roll. And from All Music Review by Steve Huey, the album that essentially kickstarted the UK glam rock craze, Electric Warrior, completes T-Rex's transformation from hippie folk rockers into flamboyant avatars of trashy rock and roll. There are few vestiges of those early days remaining in the acoustic-driven ballads, but Electric Warrior spends most of its time in a swinging, hip-shaking groove powered by Mark Boland's warm electric guitar. The music recalls not only the catchy simplicity of early rock and roll, but also the implicit sexuality, except here, Boland gleefully hauls it to the surface, singing out loud what was once only communicated through the the shimmying beat. (laughs) He takes obvious delight in turning teenage bubblegum rock into campy sleaze, not to mention filling it with pseudo-psychedelic hippie poetry. In fact, Boland sounds just as obsessed with the heavens as he does with sex. Whether he's singing about spiritual mysticism or begging for a flying saucer to take him away, it's all done with the same theatrical flair. But Tony Visconti's spacious echoing production makes it surprisingly convincing. Still, the real reason Electric Warrior stands the test of time so well is that it revels so freely in its own absurdity and willful lack of substance. Not taking itself all too seriously, Bolin is free to pursue whatever silly wordplay, cosmic fantasies, or non-sequitur imagery he feels like. His abandonment of any pretense to art becomes, ironically, a statement in itself. Bolin's lack of pomp, back-to-basic songwriting, and elaborate theatrics went on to influence everything from hard rock to punk to new wave. But in the end, it's the sense of playfulness combined with the raft of irresistible hooks that keeps Electric Warrior such an infectious, invigorating listen today. What a great write-up. All right, what do we think of Electric Warrior? <laughs> I fucking love Electric Warrior, man. <laughs> Damn! Yeah! <laughs> great. Yeah. This album... We made it, guys! <laughs> we are here! This album rules. Yeah! It's so uh... good. This is like a... Like, you put on the first song, and it's like... You can crack a beer or just like... You can relax because there's anything. really good art going on and all you have to do is listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> so relaxing. It's incredible. Uh, back when, when we were in College Town, uh, Jackson Swain referred to this as the best makeout record of all times. And I can't think of a That's way a to pretty good wrong. one. He's it's not a, lying. He's yeah. a, it's a really good one. It's super fun and huh. all the songs are a little sleazy or a little They're a little romantic. sexy but they're still fun. But they're super there's, fun. There's not a song on the album that breaks the mood. Mm-hmm. It vibes the whole way through. Sounds, yeah. Every song on here in its own way is kind of calling to you. 
which is what you want in a makeout, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it's tracked pretty perfectly, too. Mambo-san into Cosmic Dancer into Jeepster into Monolith. The whole yeah. thing, man. Yeah. Back in the day, Cosm- uh, Cosmic Dancer, that was like my heartbeat to Cosmic Dancer. I love that song so much. That was my... That was my little gem. I if, kept it in my if, pocket. If there's a person I know that probably danced out of the womb, it was Ben. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if there's anybody, it would be him. Straight into the tomb, y'all. He definitely has stars in his beard. Yeah, for It's just sure. leftover juggalo glitter <laughs> <laughs> from the ass-eating contest. <laughs> No, you did that. No, no I, was, I was within the thirty foot splash zone. Thirty feet. Oh my yeah, god! They were, they were really getting in there. Yeah. Glitter does travel. Weighs almost nothing. <laughs> Jeez, what do you even say about the electric? We say order? that it's the first glam rock record because it came out before Hunky Dory. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's true. And it's solidly like the glam that I think people think of as glam. Yeah. You know, it's it's it's. Very camp. Home run glam. Yeah, home run glam, yeah. Base is loaded. <laughs> Ooh. There's a tiny oh. man in a hat <laughs> with glitter on his face. Knocked it out of the park. Heck yeah, did, man. Yeah, for sure. I was thinking today, too, how many bands, like, this single album probably inspired from each one of the songs to to how it was recorded to how it was presented. I mean, it's awesome. Ben is showing me the inside gatefold of mm-hmm. of uh, Mark Wolin just sitting in a in a chair, all five foot jumping. five inches. <laughs> yeah. of him. Yeah. Is he that short? He's a very short man. There's I don't know what it is about rock and roll and short dudes, but you take the shortest dude and you give him rock, and he will come out with the sexiest and like funkiest shit. Oh, speaking of short dudes, Prince. Prince is a short say, motherfucker. Can, can, can you draw a direct line from from Electric Warrior to Prince's career? I would say you could. Right. I mean, Electric Warrior. He's a sexy little dude. Yeah, Electric Warrior doesn't have like super shredding solos like it, Prince gets into later. It's but not as funky. It's not as funky, but I think playful the sentiment, sex, playful sex, sexuality with yeah. like that kind of like deep sleaze, like. I don't know how you how you could say that it, it makes a sonic sleaze note, but it's there in like the motivator. Like mm-hmm. there's some sleaze and like Jeepster, there's a little sleaze, you know? Like, so he wants to suck ya. Yeah. It's it might be like the baseline, but it's that it's that particular type of like fuzzed bass almost. Like it, I'm not a musician, so I don't our, know how it's made. Bolin's guitar tone it's the lo- is awesome. I think it's the looseness that yeah. comes along with his vocals. Like how how it's presented in the sort of like echo, the sort of spaciousness of it. Um, he also does a lot of this uh, acoustic guitar that is not overtly trebly, sort of like um, playing, uh, yeah, sort of like playing if you were playing to someone like sexually, like an acoustic guitar. <laughs> but That's then over, <laughs> you know, that guy on the park bench. <laughs> but then on top of that, it has a real nice overdriven guitar. And it's combining those two that makes it sound real nice. Oh, I love. We're listening to the the end of a uh, cosmic dancer. Cosmic yeah. dancer and those uh those rolls. It just keeps it's coming. Really cool because it sounds effortless, which doesn't mean that it is. It just means that it's succeeding really well, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's sexy. It's sexy if you're cool and you don't care and you're just magically succeeding. Right? <laughs> and those drums aren't Ringo. But, no, that's but Ringo did Mickey pop Finn. up. 
I believe. A couple of times, right? Yeah, the right. The Dublin, Dublin uh, drums, I think. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. That's interesting. But we do have some Rick yeah. Wakeman hanging out. So <laughs> Yeah, for nine pounds. <laughs> yeah, so, so all Rick Wakeman does was uh, he, he does the, the piano glissandos on Get It On. Which, you know, anyone with a block of cheese could do. You can use anything to do that. And, and Rick Pro Wake, tip. And Rick, cheese and music? And Rick Wakeman, Rick Wakeman pointed that out. He was like, he was like, you guys could do this. And I think Visconti was like, do you want to earn your rent or not? And Rick was like, all right. <laughs> got nine pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Nine pounds of cheese? Nine, Nine pounds. pounds of cheese. Yep. That's what the pound That's comes from. Cheese. Okay. Yeah. Red Leicester. Okay. How much does nine pounds of cheese cost? Nine pounds. <laughs> Everyone knows cheese is a pound for a pound. A pint's a pound the world around. some of these songs they just like take you back to a moment in time you know yeah and jeepster takes me right back to uh ann and birch's wedding uh with uh our good friend jay bush like beckoning to me on the dance floor and like you can just feel it in the song it's (laughs) it's beautiful it's a wonderful memory and like i love hearing this song yeah (laughs) i feel like that's kind of the the feel through all of the songs on this album it's like you may not have had that moment but the the moment is just waiting for you. It's going to be out there somewhere that's going to hit that song. Yeah. I feel like he did capture some sort of, it feels like old rock and roll presented in a completely different way, which is really cool. It has that sort of, I mean. It feels classic and super new at the same time, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Great well, art. from space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what is a Jeepster? Is a Jeepster a vampire? That's what he says. Uh, he says he's Jeepster for love, and also he's a vampire. Are they mutually exclusive? But- I looked it up one time because we covered this song, and I was interested in like, what the hell does what is a Jeepster? And yeah, I feel like at the time it was sort of like the a small Jeep. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> it was sort of like a. It was like a rock and roller. It was like a mod. It was like a like a. I'm a man on the scene. Yeah, kind of a cool. a face, yeah. something like that. Huh. But I think he's using it in terms of, uh, yeah, I'm addicted. Yeah, uh, like to your love. He wants to suck ya. Yeah, he wants to suck ya. <laughs> also, I love the the little like. Uh, the hits at the at the beginning, yep. bum, I, I, bum, bum. I had never uh, realized that that's just him tapping his foot, like and it's picked up in the in the mic. Oh, really? Yeah, he that's was just... playing guitar and singing at the same time, and he just like hit his foot on the on the 
bottom and and that's why it's a little out of time it's not anybody coming in on a on a overlay or i like when anything. things are just a little bit i love awesome. when it's like natural and just a little off i'm like i see you fellow human yeah <laughs> <laughs> it just has a good feel yeah like this fucking album yeah God. the production oh yeah it's so good and so that's that's visconti to thank for that right yeah mm-hmm and yeah. Visconti had previously worked with Bowie, but didn't on... Uh, he didn't do it on Hunky Dory. On Hunky Dory. Yeah. So even more separation yeah. between the idea that... Yeah. Yeah, he worked with Bowie, uh, T-Rex. I'm trying to think of who else he worked with, though. Let's see. Associated acts. David Bowie, T-Rex, Moody Blues, Gentle Giant, Straubs, Ralph McTell, Tom Paxton, Sparks, yep. Morrissey, mm-hmm. Thin Lizzy... Alejandro Escovedo, Kaiser Chiefs, others. Yeah. <laughs> Straubs is the Wakeman? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Wakeman's. And you know why he Rick worked with uh, Morrissey? All over. Uh, <laughs> Which one? He's a busy sorry, boy. What did you say? I said, uh, you know why he worked with Morrissey? Why? Is because Morrissey is the biggest T-Rex fan mm. in the world. Literally. Bigger buy, than Ben? <laughs> literally. Has, no, Morrissey's a little shorter. He like, <laughs> buys like I don't know, every T-Rex tall. album, every like bootleg, every... Like really? he is like in love with T Rex. Hmm. Yep, it makes perfect sense I to see me. That. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like if you listened to as much T Rex as you said, he would like loosen up a bit. No, he's loose. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's what? not. His music. Is... No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We can All right. we get there. I'm talk shit on Morsi right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have to live with him. <laughs> like, dude, Morrissey, chill. Put on slider. Just just soak it in. Yeah, so we will get uh, slider. We're getting slider? Yep. Cool. So I was wondering about that. I was wondering if they would just leave it at, at Electric Warrior or, or... Slider rules. So, it does. So we had no Tyrannosaurus Rex, right? No. Nope, we are past and that. I've never heard I'm, Tyrannosaurus Rex, but apparently it's more folky and like more fantasy. I'm not yeah. into it. As I like it. <laughs> ben loves unicorns. Uh, I, dude, I've, I, uh, I've got Beard of Stars. Um, I'll play it for you sometime. It's it's like if if Donovan was sexy... You know, it's like it's, it's like that, it's like that freak folk thing. Like, Donovan is sexy. No, but if Donovan <laughs> if Donovan has like the sexual charisma of Mark Bolan, like it's okay. still, yeah, yeah, I it's it's just like freaky folk about like unicorns and stars in your beard, and it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as cool. <laughs> it's not as cool as this. Very few things are as cool as this. Yeah, like this is. This is near the pinnacle of cool. It gets into, I think that, I think the earlier stuff gets into a little more hippie uh, territory. And to me, this is just like, I don't care. Like, this is where I want to, I want to live in Electric Warrior land. Uh, hence the, the name alteration. Yeah. 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 It's a whole different thing. Yeah. Right. Separating from Tyrannosaurus back down to T just to make it. Tyrannosaurus Rex is a psychedelic folk band. T-Rex is a rock band. A glam rock band. A glamorous rock band. (laughs) (laughs) I did want to point out, too, one thing. I was wondering if this is one of the first instances or if this inspired a lot of things of doing a lead guitar doing the same melody that you're singing, which comes up numerous times in, like, the Cars 
Oh yeah. Weezer. Oh yeah. All those other bands uh, that are basically playing the solo as uh, is just the, the solo the, is the just song the melody. melody. Line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like hash pipe. Yep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that right now? He's watching Weezer. I would just bring it up an example. Yeah. <laughs> but the cars do it. Well, and Bowie does that on Hunky Dory on a few songs, even. Yeah. Is it an old blues thing? It is. It's an old blues thing, but this is a very. Uh, it's like that simplified sort of like electric. It's like the lean yeah. woman blues. Yeah. <laughs> Not the yeah. fully thickened out woman. Yeah. Just. Just the base. <laughs> so are we going to get into some Gary Glitter at some point here? Or has he been left out of this book? Uh, I don't know if for Gary all the Glitter's right in here. I'm going to look that up real quick. I guess it'll just be real fun if he's still in there. Because right? <laughs> I, I, I was looking up the producer. Um, I, I kind of, like, it. all this sounds like Gary Glitter to me. Like, But I, I, it predates it. But, like, the um, the, the production value um, is, oh, is yeah. very, very yeah. similar. Yeah. And uh, there's a dude named Mike Leander who produced all of Gary Glitter stuff who also worked with Mark Bolin. Oh, where's that? Uh, you know, it's a small island. And Andrew Lloyd Webber. Of Did all people. Gary Glitter have a standout yes. album? The only Gary Glitter I have is like a best of and it rips, but I don't know if there was like an album. I don't know if there is one well, either. And yeah. Mark Bolin only lived to 29, right? Is that right? Yeah. yeah, he was dead by seventy-seven, right? Yeah, he surpassed life life expectancy for rockers by two no, years. By, yeah, it's because he's an overachiever. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Maybe he could aim higher, guys. Passenger seat yeah. of a car, man. Yeah. Is that what? He, he wasn't even the one driving. Yep. Never learned to drive. Really? Yep. Sounds like something I would do. No need to learn how to drive when you can take your funky rocket ship. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do we even need to go around the room and say anything about this? Nope. Listen to the fucking record. Yeah. The president's weird. He's got a permanent beard. Yeah. It's a ripoff. <laughs> it's a ripoff. <laughs> Start to finish, though, like, I don't find fault in one song on nope. this album. Nope. Like, this is one of the few, like, solid... Feel like it could be a perfect album? Yeah. Unfuckwittable. I mean, there are some that are stronger or weaker, but there's not a, like, weak song no, on it. it's perfect. And it helps Every time it, it ends, I'm surprised it's over already. It <laughs> like, helps uh, the laid-back so feel of it allows for, like, a little more breathing room when it comes sure. to, like, song to song. Uh-huh. Um, Absolutely, man. yeah. Yeah. Uh, killer cover. Oh, yeah. Dude, yes, the Iconic. color. Iconic. Iconically awesome cover. It was designed by a British design group called Hypnosis. H-I-P-G-N-O-S-I-S. Based on a photograph by... Kieran Spud Murphy. <laughs> oh, really? I thought it was uh, it was a Bono. It wasn't Bono. Spud. You say Bono? Or sorry, uh, Ringo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's it, 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 if you're not familiar with the album cover, it's it's so cool. It's a 
Mark Mullen with a, is that is he holding an SG or you can't really tell what he's holding. He's holding uh, but he's thing. in front of like a Marshall full stack, uh, almost in silhouette with just like this metallic gold halo emanating from him on a black background. Yeah. It's so neat. Yeah, yeah there's no uh, album titles. It's like a just gold, T-Rex, right? Album titles on the back. Titles on the back, yeah. It's a, like a gold Pantone for yeah. any design nerds out there, <laughs> <laughs> which just makes it like really pop out and look very cool. Got all the lyrics on the back. Cool font, too. Yeah, yeah. The T-Rex font. All right, I think we're all on the positive on this one. We love it. Yeah, okay. This just makes me think of, like, parties. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've had this at parties? I've had this on so many parties. Handmade biscuits, hardies? (laughs) You know what I said. He said Carl's Jr., you nightmare (laughs) man. Absolutely, parties. Thick burgers. Red (laughs) burrito. And uh, uh, once back in... Back in college town, uh, Dave Parker and I were sitting around listening to this album, and we were discussing uh, Planet Queen was on. Dave Parker's like, man, what's he saying there? Is he saying, giving a dog a bone? That's cool. I was like, man, I think he's saying, get me a doctor. And Dave's like, oh, that's cool, too. Which is it? I'm like, I don't know. So he looked it up. It was neither. He said, give me your daughter, which is oh, argue, oh, arguably... Oh, less cool, baby. It's his uh, playful, sexy glam rock. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's from space. You gotta give him your daughter. He's a traveling salesman. <laughs> this reminds me of warm beers on a porch. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm. Also, if you've only heard... Uh, Get it on, yeah. Bang, which gong. was yeah, which was later changed to Bang a Gong. Get get it on. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Just go get the album. Listen to the fucking record. Yeah, you mm-hmm. savages. This is uh, is way too cool just for to be contained by that song. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. song gets so much play, and I feel like there's, there's no so many more awesome. It's not a bad yeah. song, but I don't no. think it's not one of my favorite ones on this record. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're All gonna right. hear uh, Rick Wakeman earn nine dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen, man. <laughs> Our pounds yeah. are ha- or twice. Oh, well, back in back, back in then, yeah. back in seventy one. Probably that, even stronger, right? Yeah. They still had all those countries they t- stole. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, Grady. <laughs> I'm just gonna crush <laughs> that. Right. What? Oh, just British imperialism. Pound's no, it's because well, he had the thing up, so I couldn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to avoid the YouTube video. <laughs> just, just get up and walk around and put your headphones down. That's that's, that's the classic move. Cool. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah. Mm, nope, man. Nope. nope. It's nope. just so good. If you've never listened to this album before, uh, just don't bother streaming it. Just go out and buy a copy. Uh, you're gonna want to own it. Yeah. And and listen to it all the time. Repeat. <laughs> Turn it up. Get down. All right. Next time we'll be talking about David Bowie, Hunky Dory. All right. Thanks. Woo! Woo! Sorry, Birch. <laughs> <laughs> I was dancing when I was twelve. I was dancing when I was out. I was dancing when I was out I danced myself right out the womb I danced myself right out the womb Is it strange to dance so soon?